Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is the Darren Green Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope all is well. I'm your host, Darren Green. And it's Prince Derek Dahl. And you're listening to the Darren Green Show. This is episode 60. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Big ups to my listeners on Pandora. They listen to my podcast a lot on Pandora. Oh, And I'm very grateful for you guys. And I'm just unexpected because Pandora's like kind of... Let me stop because I don't want to... Me- <laughs> don't mess it up. Right, because I might get a brand to deal with them, child, because I, <laughs> yes. I get a lot of listeners on uh, Pandora now. Thank you, guys. And All everybody everybody else that listens... Um, on any for, platform. On thank any you platform. so much. Thank yeah. you so much. And always, always follow me at TDGS Official on Twitter and Instagram. The information is in the description, child. And I'm back with Derek, though. What's going on? Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. How the fuck you been? I have been, I've been great. I've been uh, just keeping my head down mm-hmm. and, you know, laying the foundation for 2020 and, and right. working. And yeah, how is 2020? Because this, <clears throat> this is the year. Okay, so January was a long ass year. Okay, it was a, yeah, <laughs> a long ass year. <laughs> it was. Um, it was ghetto. Mm-hmm. It was given very much 2018, but uh, we made it out. We've started over. It's Black History Month. Yes, so it's officially the new year for Black folks. Um, we need a longer month. Shout out to Whitney. Right. You know, long <laughs> month. Um, it's been really good. I'm just preparing some stuff for the summer, working on music, and mm. I'm excited. Many, many, many more projects. Others, yeah. You already stuff. know, because uh, if you've been following with uh, Derek Dahl, he's starting a little mukbang video thingy thing. I did. Oh, yeah. I taped one, uh, not this, not yesterday, but Sunday before last. I taped okay. the first episode for Doll Bang. What do you guys talk about? Uh, you'll have to wait and see. Oh, okay. But I'll say the food we ate, we had sushi and, sushi and, I can't even get it out, sushi <laughs> and sausage. Mm-hmm. So it kind of correlates with the topic. And I think that people are going to enjoy the conversation. Um, I, uh, Brit Bites mm-hmm. was my guest. And um, we had a really good time. We got really, really full. Ooh, yes. I've seen it on your Insta story. I'm like, it's a lot. It's honey. a lot of fucking food. Yo, so do you have, will you have guests and stuff? I will. That The goal is every episode, it'll be either another, you know, small business owner or mm-hmm. brand, um, you know. All right. Or something like that. And we're going to kick it and talk and help, hopefully promote their business, yeah. uh, promote their movement and, you know, get into some things and have Well, fun you heard eat. that here exclusively. Yeah. You got to come. You got to come one, one oh, Sunday. You yes. got to stop by the house. I always wanted to do a mukbang, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Because like. Cause how I eat, like I just eat. That's the point. But I don't talk while I eat though, cause it's like, right. But I can, I can, I can, I, I see what I can. Do. I caught myself doing the first one, like a stop. I was talking and I got caught. I was like, oh shit, I'm supposed to keep eating. Cause I was like, what? Yeah, cause you will stop. Like you gotta. It's it's, right. it's really difficult. I never tried it before, but you know. I'm like I talk and eat all the time, mm-hmm. but it usually takes me a long time to eat anyway, cause I talk yeah. while I'm eating. But I never realized that I don't eat and talk at the same time. Like, yeah, you either stop. do one thing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was fun. We'll see how it works out. I'm only doing six episodes. Okay. But um, 
and you are producing this whole thing like you're the mm-hmm. cameraman you're doing all that I'm cameraman but yeah i'm producing okay. i'm gonna probably be editing it myself if not i'll enlist Oof. i'll enlist my good friends at his lens cap to help out but yeah, it's, editing, it's my pet project that i wanted to do video editing is a bitch i'm taking video production now and i have to do this project where i have to um do a haiku yeah it's a haiku? Like a haiku okay and i have to make it into a video Oh. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, this is like, cause I thought video production was gonna be like literally like you're finding something to do a video production on. Like, you're trying. I didn't think it was gonna be like a movie type. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, so there's a lot you can do with it. First, I was like, uh, Google, what is a haiku? And then, <laughs> Lord, they didn't teach y'all literature in high school, or like, I mean, we learned way? about it, but you forget. It's, I mean, oh, I get it. I understand. Yeah, like I'm, I, yeah. When you taught, when you're taught it once. At a, in a grade mm-hmm. and then coming back to it it's like oh my god no one taught y'all cur- uh, cursive writing I mean I learned in second grade but that's the only time they ever taught us y'all didn't keep using it to, to sign our names oh well I mean I mean you don't really yeah, need, different you don't need cursive no more well I mean because people don't write anymore they type yeah, they everything type, is so typed the only thing you need is your signature but anyway more these folks can't even sign their name that's the sad part I've seen that know how to sign a name and um Chow. Spanish was in my, I mean not Spanish in uh cursing <laughs> <laughs> are we in the weekend report right now <laughs> <sighs> oh my yeah. god we are in the weekend report how was your weekend my weekend was okay I was working on stuff obviously I was working on this podcast I was working at the desk which I'm about to fight their asses no literally cause, no cause this is the podcast where I get to talk my shit today cause I need I haven't been talking shit in a long time hmm <laughs> Well, well, yes. They only schedule me one day. One oh, and I'm I'm uh, over. You might as well be a volunteer, child. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm like one day, and then like I have to pick up shifts and stuff like that. I'm like, what's going on? Because the problem is they're hiring like work study students, oh. and you know they're cheaper. Well, yeah, they get paid out of a grant, so as I'm like getting paid out of a actual budget, operation budget. All this stuff is like making it's really become dr- a work study student. Do you get scholarship? I don't. I don't qualify. You don't get loans. I get loans, yeah. You get a federal loan? You get Fed loan? Not federal loans. You get private loans. Yeah. Oh, see if you qualify for like federal loans. I don't qualify for none of that. Dang, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, my parents equally. Make too much money. Mm -hmm. You should have just claimed one. Damn it. Yeah, we could have, but my mom was like, "Uh uh-uh, that's illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to mama for for doing the right thing. Does she know who our president is? Like, this nigga ain't paid taxes. Girl, fuck these people. Get that money. I'm trying to get my income tax for real. Like, I'm waiting on one because I I worked three jobs last year. I worked at the desk and um, being a podcast producer that's like, I get paid through the school. You better, girl. You better. And then the bookstore and then- Would you get paid to do this? Huh? You get paid to produce this show? Not this, no. I get paid um, to be the podcast producer of my media club. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, which, honey, speaking of that, child, let's get into the weekend report. These hoes, honey, child, we had some, we had some office drama the other week. What happened? Child, there was the boy over here arguing with our recent host. One of our recent hosts? The Reverend, honey. <gasps> they were arguing with arguing, him? No, he was arguing with the uh, editor-in-chief, child. I could see that because let me tell you something it's been like the club has been ran like poorly mm-hmm. and what had happened was the reverend had asked for the bylaws the fact that you call him the reverend is sending because you know let's you know <laughs> they know who he is is he not, is he not? okay keon okay my, my good friend the good judy of the show 
Good, 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 Judy. Good, Judy. Well, he had asked, like, you know, where is the constitution of this club? Because it seems like shit is not being ran right. Mm-hmm. What's the what does the black and white say? And mm-hmm. that sent the club advisor off because we had been running the club not by the laws. And mm-hmm. when we finally got those bylaws, they were different from what's been going on in the club. Child, this is America. We don't even need those. Honey, papers I'm not anymore. even. I don't even exist. There is no podcast producer on the constitution of this club. So I'm like, if they were to audit and like, bitch, why are you paying him? What position is that? So I have to create, I have to work on, help them create like. Are you what, like the vice president or something? No, I'm the podcast the, producer. But I'm I saying, have, your vice president should be running, should be focusing on getting your constitution together. The editor in chief, I mean. The, the, or whoever you're. The editor in chief. Mm. I mean, we run this club, but it's like we're not running the club because it's being micromanaged by the club advisor and we're trying to slowly try to get her to like back off because I feel like she means well and I do mean that I mean whatever if she sees it listens to this or not it's here nor there now we found out she can't fire nobody this has to be voted through the entire editorial board y'all need me to come work here I'll be your advisor child oh I'm qualified well that's the shade (laughs) (laughs) Watch you! Be, oh my God! I'm oh like, yo, my goodness! Watch you come up into our club and be like, "Up, um, so here's the deal. Here's your constitution, and this is what we're gonna do. Period. <laughs> All right, let's go a few bitches in shape. Do your jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna but go like, watch Real Housewives. She and and my thing is, she's making it real bad for herself. I'm talking about the club advisor. Like, there are people that are not fucking with her. That's a shame. Like, far as like the people upstairs, that hit her coworkers, and I'm I'm, I'm not talking silently. Like we, like we, mm-hmm. you whispering. Yes, I gotta get. But table. like, it's a lot that's going on. I'm like, girl, like I'm trying, but like, cause, cause I understand it. Like I said, she does mean well, but it's just that the execution of things. Like you, we had a editorial meeting just with us, and we agreed upon a certain person being a part of the committee because we feel like it can't be all editors being being the com- it needs to be people mm-hmm. like community people that come to our club, right. like our contributing writers. Right. Um to be a part of this committee to make the constitution. It can't just all be us because it'll be biased. So she went back on it and it's like, honey, what, what are we having this meeting for? What we, we were wasting time. So it's just a lot of drama that I'm dealing with with that. Um, also, I've got people that are interested in podcasting and they have actually sent me like cover arts and we have like two more podcasts on our roster that I'll be helping out and editing. So I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be busy. And also I'm looking for people that are interested in podcasting that want to get their podcast edited for the low. You can hit my Fiverr page. You know, that'll be in the description, child. If you need your podcast, then I do for real cheap price. Um, so I'm working on a lot of stuff, as you can tell. I, I can tell. Yeah. Well, stay prayed up and um, don't snap. You know, stay focused. Don't snap deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing, too, child. We'll get into that in the dog talk, honey, because... Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll dive into it. We'll dive into it. Is there anything else? It's business as usual, I guess. Yeah, you like, know, like... that's That comes with being part of any group is what I've learned. And it's I like, had no idea. Like, this is college. Like, I came from a college where this shit does not even happen, honey. Like, what? Like, there is no college drama within, like, the, the people that work, like, the faculty and the students and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, coming to here, I'm like, I feel like I'm working. Like, this is my real life. Like, what is this? It's your real life for now. And it's going to be great practice because when you get in that real world, you're going to find out that it's a fucking shit show. Yeah. Pardon my beeps. And I'm like, I don't know, because I'm not the drama type. Because I'm like, if I'm working somewhere, like, I wouldn't want to make, like, trouble because, you know, people can band against you and try to get you fired. They can. That's just, that's same shit happened to multiple like members of my family like that really like when people think that they want that they're after your job Mm -hmm. like i would hate that 
Mm-mm-mm. Like, bitch, I'm trying, trying to get your job. Don't, be, don't come for my coin. Don't come for my livelihood yeah, now. Yeah, now I got to fight you. But. <laughs> Lord. Okay. <laughs> These hands do work and they These are anointed. They are. Ooh, they are anointed. Okay. Come let on. Know. Let, me, let me tell you, Reverend, Reverend Derek, right. with the word. The word. We come with the word. And speaking speaking of the word, let's talk about these uh, hot topics. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Hot topics. Hot topics. Uh, Wendy farting on camera. What? Okay. <laughs> First of all, you just took me for a whole, we just had a whole 30 minute pre-show production meeting and we ain't said nothing about this young whippersnapper. Oh. Not the young Oh, yeah, she's never. fresh. She's fresh now that she's divorced. Mm. You know, the divorce is final. Ooh. You know, maybe that's why she's able to let go and fart on camera now. Cause she just And she want to sit there and lie about that shit. Why she want to lie about it? She said it, it was some kind of like, it, like they had something on there, some kind of science thing on there, and it was like making like bubbling noises and stuff. And it kind of got like the, one of the cameras. She was lying about farting on camera? Yeah. A lot of people have been caught farting on camera this past couple of months. She called it fart gate. Um. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about this just for a little bit because because we were acting where did like this our, flashlands come from? I'm trying to figure out. We were supposed to be talking about the Super Bowl right now. You right, brought up Wendy Williams farting. Well, on. we're boycotting the Super Bowl, so who boycotting it? The niggas didn't boycott that Super Bowl. Oh, you done made me say the n word. Drop the bombs on them. <sighs> if um, I had a bomb button, but yeah, the Super Bowl. Did you guys watch? Did you watch it? <laughs> ask, no, you can ask the audience today. Watch because did you guys watch your audience? They'd be like, yeah. Mm, y'all shouldn't. I be. got there. First of all, my Super Bowl experience was crazy yesterday because I got invited to uh, my sister's Super Bowl party in Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go with um, James, the co-host from uh, The Key. We're going to go, but... Shout out to James. The weather, you know, he was like, okay, I'm just going to sit this one out. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get dressed and I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. When it's this time of year, it takes me forever to get ready because in my brain, my emotions right. say, I don't want to go outside because it's wet and it's cold. And it's, mm-hmm. so I have to really talk myself into going. So I was like, I don't care about football. I don't care about the NFL at the moment. Like, we've supposed to have been boycotting for the past two years. And I haven't watched a game since. Um, so I was like, I'll get there before the halftime show. Because mm-hmm. I do support Shakira. I do like Shakira. We'll get into that. And J-Lo. I like J-Lo's uh, entertainment style. J-Lo so, carried, but okay. So <laughs> I got me a lift and I got my ass to Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. I go outside to get into the car. It's a little blue car or whatever. And I'm looking like, how the hell do I get in this car? And mm-hmm. the fucking doors fly up. And I'm like, oh. Oh, what is this? Come through. I stand up. I was like, excuse me, sir. Tap, tap. Sir, is this a Tesla? And he was like, it is. Like, what year is this? He says, it's a 20, 2019. I was like, Ugh. Bitch, lift on lift came through for me. You were in the future. Right. I arrived at that party. It was so funny because my sister, she was up at the door with her cousin. And, um, mm. I was trying. I still could, didn't know how to get the hell out of this goddamn car. Ooh. So he, did, he lifted the fucking thing. He was like, "Okay." That's the entrance. Like, well, I, you know, okay, I came and I walked in the door, and guess what? What? Halftime show started. I was Ooh. like, I came right on time. You this came is right I, on time. This is what I came for. You did not come for the game. Did not, unless it was Eagles. Right, and after and after they performed, I was on social media. Looking and laughing and gawking. Yeah, right. Not watch the rest of the Because you know you're on the hashtag to see what's going on. Like, ooh, hashtag halftime. Ooh. The girls carried. They did good. Now, let's talk. Yeah, let's get into that. I wanted to talk about Demi Lovato and how, like, Bay and Jay, like, sat during the anthem. Okay. Yeah, before we get into the halftime. So that happened. Um, what do you feel about that? How do you feel? About Jay Z and Beyonce sitting down while another person was performing the Because it looks kind of like. Because even, like, Kaepernick kind of shaded them because it's like, yeah, but you partner with NFL. So? 
they're supposed to be changes from the inside. Jay Z has the authority, and he's using his power to do that. Like I said, I'm gaslighting, but right. But I don't understand. Like I just, I just, I don't understand mm-hmm. what. It's like false controversy because Jay Z and Beyonce weren't the only people sitting down. If yeah. you actually look at the pictures, like the people where they were sitting mm-hmm. by the sideline, like they were sitting. Yeah, it's but, like watching a show. Like people need to remember that yeah. this is sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. And yes, the national anthem is sung there. You know, it's an it's um, it's supposed to be a reverent moment. But people forget this is all about social indoctrination. Every country has their own. National anthem. Yeah. We live in America. We don't really have to do shit but mm-hmm. pay our taxes and That's true, but like, with the, with the You don't pe- have to. Yeah, but what the people are saying is that, well, you chose to partner with them, so it seems like... So what? Now I have to, now I have to do the, ex- the exact opposite of what I joined mm. forces with them to do? Like, yeah. if I say I stand with Kaepernick who kneeled during the anthem... Why are y'all making a big deal of me sitting down during it? Like, shut up. Like, shut up. Like, you can't, the thing is, you can't satisfy mm-hmm. everybody. You can't. And who cares? I think people are just done with Jay-Z. Not Beyonce, because I think Beyonce is just like, we're, you people know the beehive. Be the beehive is going to kill you. But Jay-Z, people are just over it because, over they, what? because they're so, they're very much like, oh my God, I'm with I'm with Kaepernick and yada, yada, yada. Okay. He did him wrong. He Jay-Z did nothing Give to him the quote fingers right now. He did nothing to that man. Yeah, I mean Cap, he's, Cap he's got, confirming it because Cap he's got, shading him. Cap got his money. Cap yeah. got his chance to to. Because even I was looking at it, I'm like, league. what are you talking about? And Cap is making his money with his yeah. Nike deals. He's got shoes. Yeah. His, his merch uh, went through the roof as yeah. far as his jersey and stuff like that. He his foundations are doing well. Like he has his life set for the rest of his life mm-hmm. because of him taking a knee. He's, right. He is in the history books. 20, 30 years from now, people are going to remember that moment about him being an athlete who took a stance, who um, drew attention to a national crisis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's done what he was supposed to do. As far as Jay-Z leveraging his influence uh, in uh, the slave sports field, I mean, excuse me, in the sports entertainment cool. sector, um, you know, let Jay-Z do what Jay-Z does. Yeah, Jay-Z is a corporate thug. He's been that way since, since his uh, what this, in the beginning since his third album, like, and he 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 leverages his influence, mm-hmm. um, one not just to take care of him and his family, but also to 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 draw attention and to bring change, and that's what his intention is. He's been very open about that, and I just think people you can't satisfy people because everybody wants to tell you what to do with your stuff. Yeah, like I can only imagine me elevating as my platforms elevate and I start right. making a lot of money and, and my influence grows there are going to be all kinds of people I've never met who haven't invested you're not a, supporting this cause right who hasn't invested haven't invested a dime mm-hmm. into me building my empire can't tell me three songs from my catalog three events that I've hosted or been you know been a part of will, t- will tell me how to use my influence to do something that right. something that they care about that's just how it goes when yeah. you're when you're a person of influence I just think that let Jay-Z do what Jay-Z's going to do. Yeah. And if you feel so strongly about these issues, then guess what? You can make a stance in your own way. Yeah. And it's not, you don't have to have a platform like Jay-Z's to do it. You can do it on the ground. Ex- exactly. But a lot of people just sitting at home. Right. From the couch. You mad about Jay-Z sitting down doing the National Anthem, but you have watched every game since since Kaepernick has taken the knee. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Period, Pooh. You haven't donated not one dime to any black organization that's grassroots ever. Mm. Shut up. 
You haven't participated in not one protest. You haven't marched anywhere. Mm. Shut up. They are trying it. Just shut up and eat your food. And that's what I have issues with. Uh, just the general public that just this selective outrage to certain people. And I guess we can definitely segue. Mm-hmm. People are just haters. Because let's talk about Pastor Troy. That's that was Troy. That was a quick segue, right? Right. Because you. Oh, yeah. It was. Well, just because uh, this relates to the general public. Because it really doesn't. Because I don't care about Pastor mm-hmm. Troy. But let's talk about it. Um. So as you know, last week was the Grammys. Mm-hmm. And Lil Nas X, you know, got his pink shiny outfit on, looking dapper and everything. Everybody looked good. Um, but Pastor Tory just did not, he wasn't feeling it or whatever. So here's the story. Um, he spoke out on his social media platform against um, Lil Nas X's choice, saying in quotes, well, I guess I will never get a Grammy if that's what I got to wear love they love to push uh this shit on our kids the other day at applebee's i had like two punks kissing laughing eating mozzarella sticks and my 14 year old sunset f applebee's you know yada 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 homophobic slurs and everything and then he followed with confirming like or uh not condemning what he said just just like uh, saying that yeah i don't care like i done i done made the, i done something because they were coming after him after this mm-hmm. post and then he was like, oh, I done turned y'all back into men now. Now y'all want to fight me, da 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 using the F word and stuff like that. back into men. I'm like. So toxic. This one, this idea that men are, are one-dimensional, mm-hmm. that we are, um, we're just here to be these warrior breeders and these tasteless, baseless um, creatures on earth that are here to do a lot of work and to populate. It is so archaic. And- Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. And for someone like Pastor Troy, who, you know, had his moment in hip hop history, I just find it really weird that people don't bring into remembrance what the rappers of the 80s dressed like. Like these niggas were dressed like wrestlers from WWE. Not even what they wore. I mean, look at Biggie Smalls. So he looks so good. I suck your daddy dick. That was that was literally a line. Okay, so I, I'm not sure if I'm paraphrasing it, but that's he said that he said he literally said that. Right, but we're but but even with outside of <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but you know what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about I'm talking about how um how how people are or people like Pastor Troy mm-hmm. who take up this position where they feel like they're being forced that there's an agenda being yeah. forced on the kids. First of all, fuck your kids. Fuck them ugly ass kids. 
Okay, being gay, being bi, mm-hmm. being a lesbian, being trans—none none of this is contagious. Right. Okay, and yes, humans are social creatures, and we are shaped by our experiences and what we take into our senses. If anything, this will uh, this awakens children mm-hmm. to know that there are other people in the world. Yeah, and for them to be okay with there being different types of people right. in the world. Um, but. For him to talk about, I'm never going to get a Grammy. You're not going to get a Grammy because you don't release good music. No one's uh, no one's one listening to music. Hit wonder, like, That's why you're not going. You're never going to get a Grammy. And it's not about what you dress. Like. You dress like you're still stuck in 1998. Right. And the thing um, about it is, though, he went on a whole radio tour you know that's because that's what these celebrities yeah, do now. once they you just, get controversy you, you know you go on a little radio tour and, and he was saying that uh, oh I'm not homophobic I, I have like people that live in my area that are gay I take pictures with, with gay fans and I have some gay people that I, I need y'all to know you still can be homophobic I'm and interact like, with gay yo, people yo you sound like a white person saying oh my god I got black friends I'm not racist like do y'all not understand that shit sounds the same like I feel like and I said this before and people call me crazy like black straight, straight black men are like the new white folks to the black community if you right. think about it like they're like the have oppressors. been for a long time and i think that um this whole conversation just stirred up like people and people on the shade room like people that be commenting on the shade room and stuff like that the energy that i was getting i mean i got into plenty of arguments on facebook child because i said what i said i said it's ig- like the ignorance is real like and people just be like oh what you talking about like y'all need to stop converting my son that's this Nigga, don't nobody want to convert your freaking dusty ass kids, girl. Girl, bye. First of all, you're a parent. So what is what is your kid taking in? Yeah. If you don't know what your child is taking in, if you feel like you don't have any control, then guess what? Mm-hmm. You're a shitty ass parent. And even the and ones say, "I want to demand," because this is what Troy said. He said, "I want to demand that my son is this." You ain't demanding shit from no child. Because this is the problem. This is the problem. He can with, whatever he wants. But when this is the problem with these parents, though. L- let me say this. This is the problem with these parents. You cannot. Parents try to live through their kids. Mm-hmm. And it does not work. It will always never go in your favor. Sometimes it will. That's why you have multiple kids. Because some, some child will follow in your footsteps. Mm-hmm. But not every child that you have is going to do what you want them to do. You cannot live through your children. Right. So if, like that radio host told him, what if one of your children is gay? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to blame the world. You're going to blame society. You're going to blame Lil Nas X. Yeah. It's a cop out. And I was like, and that's what makes it homophobic Mm -hmm. is that you, you haven't created a space in your brain to accept that there are people who are homosexual, who enjoy homosexual relationships, who are not attracted to the opposite sex, who have no interest in reproducing by, by, Logically, yeah. who have no interest in the, you know, the modern institution of marriage, who have because people are different. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the part like uh, that I need people to remember. It's like, I'm not homophobic. Yeah, I can do what I want. I just don't approve of your lifestyle. But I want you to know that you're homophobic because you think that you have yeah. the right to approve or disapprove of how I choose to live my life. Yeah. That has no effect on you and that your approval matters because it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. So remove it. Yeah, I said. I feel like straight people put so much pressure on themselves when it comes to gay issues. Yeah. Like, just mind your business. Just, I mean, you can stop talking about it. It's not. It's like if you feel that it's really an agenda. Because I feel like people use it as a cop out. Stop using your kids as a cop out. That's another thing. Because it's really you really want to say we don't fuck with y'all, right. but y'all can't say that because then you look like a bad person and you might. You know, it might stop your bag and Start stuff like that. Talking about the heterosexual, just agenda. like a racist white person, like they don't want to out themselves as being racist because then they probably won't get work or they probably will be, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, 
ostracized, ostracized or... by groups and stuff like that. So they racist in the closet. That's mm. another thing with these straight men. They want to racism. Yeah, they want to be in the closet homophobic. Nah, tell me what you want. When I got on that Facebook page and they were talking all this shit like, oh well, um, uh, life God intended for uh, oh child. You don't know what God intended because you're not God. Now you're trying. Now you're trying to change the argument and like, oh well, you know, two 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 of the same sex can't have children. I'm like, okay, well I can take my ass to uh, the doctors and get like a surrogate and embryo and surrogate and there we go, boom. I I done made I didn't created life. So that's not the issue no more. The issue is you don't fuck with me. And you're trying to find all these reasons, all the all the, the the conversion. Child, let me tell you something. The LGBT community got bigger fish to fry. We're trying to get equality, work equality in all 50 states, which currently is only in 20. Caught me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You said what? Only in 20 states where they allow, like, they... Um, allow gay what? Uh, equality in the workforce. Only, only I think, that allow equality in the workforce? What do you mean? Like... They don't. They, they don't not, have anti-discriminatory. What do you mean? Anti-discriminatory. Like they don't Law? fire you. Oh, well, fire you for being gay? Yeah, it's only in twenty states, I believe. Because really? I've seen a commercial on it. And I didn't know that. I know that. I didn't know that there were states where you could lose your job for being gay and it'd be okay because you have federal laws, anti-discriminatory workplace laws. Well. Oh, also, let me do a plug real quick. I'll be hosting and moderating a panel discussion at Bloomfield College on mm. Monday, February 17th about being out in the workplace. It is free. It's from mm. 7 to 9. Please feel free to stop by if you are in New Jersey. Again, that's Bloomfield College, Monday, yeah. February 17th from 7 to 9. Um, and I think it's going to be on the yeah. Facebook page. And we'll make sure we put it in our story. So, But anyway, But yeah, that's a real that's thing. Only crazy. 20 states, the only 20 states, like, have have it so you can... Like you won't be fired because of your sexual orientation. Interesting. So we have bet we have bigger fish to fry than trying to convert your kids. Let's be clear. Your kids will do what they want to do. And period. Just like we did. You're mad because you made the you made your choice. That's how I tell people like you made your choice. You know? So don't worry about your kids. They're gonna make their own choices. They'll make their own choices. Yeah, and it's just like Back to what you said about like what people used to wear, like people used to wear back in the day and right. nothing was said. I think it's things were said back then. Things were said. Were. It's just but, it's just because we live in a social in a time where more voices are amplified. Social media. I mean, even look at look at Young Thug, because people say stuff about Young Thug, too, but they still rock with Young Thug. A lot of straight people, a lot of straight um, men and women rock with Young Thug. And the second if he ever comes out, then that that support will change, will change. Because you can do all the gay stuff, but you just can't be gay. That's that's how it is in the hip hop. Right, because if I feel like I'm supporting a gay person, then people are gonna think I'm gay, and I can't be gay because mm-hmm. you know how people hate gay people, and I don't want people to hate me for supporting you. And that's, that's why I commend people like the baby and Nas, because they worked with Lil Nas X mm-hmm. openly. Because you know people did work with uh, Frank Ocean too, but it was on a low. Like you never really heard about it. Oh, did they? Yeah, I mean, like I think there was a song that was supposed to be in the works of him working with Jay Z on the song. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have heard it. Never came to fruition. There was a couple, you know, oh, not you don't care. I'm just saying, like, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Frank. Sorry. So sorry. But it's like, and then the energy, even before Lil Nas X came out, the energy that black people, black folk had, they were so mad and angry that they kicked them off. They kicked them off the, um, the country charts. But then when he came out as gay, that energy was not there. Even when you see it in the comments, they're like, oh, well, he is a pastor, bitch. First of all, he's not a real pastor. That's a rapper. Second of all, where was this energy? Is it because he's gay? I really do feel like 
like I said, a lot of straight folk they wanna they wanna hide the fact that they really just do not fuck with us. Right. That's they do though. We teach them how to dress. We do their hair, makeup. We decide what their women look like. We set the taste. We're the tastemakers mm-hmm. and the gatekeepers. And people don't want to. They don't want to admit that. And the fact that you know, arguably, DeRay McKesson was one of the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement. Now he's like a. Now he's a, a media tool that they use. Now he's all this, all this crazy stuff because he, because y'all found out he was gay. Now the Black Lives Matter movement is irrelevant because it was founded on someone that was openly gay. credit to the women, yeah. Don't even well, know that that one of um, Martin Luther King's, and this is some black history. Yeah, the one that was the, or one of the organizers, he was gay. He was gay. Yeah, we know. Lexington Hughes was gay. Like, Come that's on the now. thing, like, LGBTQ history is black history when it comes to, to black Americans. Mm-hmm. And gays have always played their part and not gotten credit because of homophobia. Yeah. And it runs rampant in, in the black community. And in, well, I can't even say that because in some of these Latin countries, like them little boys should be twerking since they were five and they, they're able to be, they're able to, to express themselves differently. Yeah. Black men are pressured into. Um, Toxic masculinity. Yeah. Into being. And it's crazy. I be trying to tell straight men all the time, like straight black men specifically, like having the conversation like, okay, well, you do understand that the ideal black man that you are trying to build or mm. the idea of a, what a, being a black man is you do know that it falls in line with white supremacy like being the strong mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner workhorse um this gladiator who's not allowed to show emotion mm-hmm. who um is emotionally detached like that is the idea that white men gave right. to you because they looked at you as monkeys and as living breathing workhorses you don't get to do all those things you don't get to express you don't right. you get you get that bland existence because you were you were the tool you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're a machine. This is what I need you to do. That is the idea of that black strength that people mm-hmm. look at. And say, but if you look past American slavery and you look at some of these African tribes who, where the men are so beautiful, like, and they celebrate um, femininity and masculinity in both men and women. You know, you look at who their spiritual leaders are right. in these tribes and they have the men that ha- are, are, are adorned in jewels and fur and they like, try to say oh gay people is like the, is white made right and they you know there are there are tribes at certain ages where the men go off mm-hmm. and they have like these little sexual uh these sexual like rituals where they teach the boys how to uh masturbate and they use the the sperm for like this like christening ceremony like right, it's right. kind of it's weird but what i'm saying is like homosexuality and like gender bending and, it's, and it's, all this it's stuff it's part of been who we, from the beginning of from time. the beginning of time and it was it's something that was respected and something mm-hmm. everything has its place and i think that black american straight men have not come to grips with you know black gay men or black gender fluid men have a space and a stake in our community we work mm-hmm. sometimes twice as hard you know what i mean Hello? to create spaces for you 
for your for your women, mm-hmm. for your children. You know what I mean? And it and it and I think for me it hurts that we are so much isolated and sometimes we're not invited to the conversation. It sucks. It's like we don't it's like we don't matter. It's like I'm not black. You get what I'm saying? So that's why when people say, Oh, why are you why are you rep the, the the LGBT side more? I'm like, Well shit. Well, you see the skin, so what I'm else? always gonna be black. I'm always gonna be black, but I'm just like, Well damn, I mean, I don't feel supported. So it, coming here was like a culture shock too, because I've seen so many straight people that are supportive of the LGBT culture, and it's like I said, I'm I'm saying this, but it's like back in certain towns, in certain areas, especially my hometown, like niggas didn't care. Like I was, I was the plague child, but hmm. they pick and choose who they fuck with too, because it's the one the straight people, the, the gay people that act a little straight, mm-hmm. they fuck with them. But no, not you, not you. You're too little. You're a little bit too flamboyant for us. We can't. You can't. Mm. You the plague. All right, child. Well, I'm like, still gonna fuck your brother. Oop. Hello. Period. And child, the home. I, and I would. I would say this. Most homophobic men, child, be the main ones. Right. Let me just figure out what. Why is this? What? What's? What is it about this? Let me see what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That child. one night with too much honey. Mm-hmm. Honey, honey, honey. Oops. <laughs> And I say I would I would make a final note on this situation. Honestly, I'm just tired of this conversation. And I think that homophobes need to stop their ish. But I also think that we need to stop enabling them. Um, when I say enabling, I don't mean we all. I think people like sources like the Shade Room, Ball Alert and all those uh, media outlets, because this was this was very it wasn't that like serious until mm-hmm. like the big pages started reposting it. Mm-hmm. And I think that the shade room was always doing that shit. Where it's like, oh, thoughts or what do you think about this and stuff like that. It seems like they're inciting people to um, be like, nah, fuck this shit. Like, oh my god, it's agenda, it's agenda, it's an agenda. Like, it can't mm-hmm. be an agenda every time. I think y'all making the agenda the agenda. You get what I'm saying? Like, y'all making the agenda for us to make. Like, you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, y'all starting they're that making shit. shit up. They're making shit up. And I think that we need this. Like I said on the last previous episode where um, K, uh, not K Michelle, Kim Kardashian was, you know, was in her little blackface or whatever. I'm like, stop talking about them. Let's just stop talking about them because when we talk about them, that gives them the clout. When we talk about people like Pastor Troy and people like homophobic people, it gives them the clout to just keep on going. I forgot Pastor Troy even existed. I, mean, I, I, I don't even head, know who I can't he remember was. what song. What song is um, it? One of the songs that uh, Frat uses to, you know, do their little. What Frat? The Kappas? I'm not sure. That's the motion you just made. You just almost bust into a shimmy. Let me stop before I get jumped. But anyway. No, they did not. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was. You got an ape on your side. You good. Oh, hey. But, um, yeah, I, I, can, I, I can't even remember a Pastor Troy song, child. But anyway, enough about him um, and and those homophobic haters. They'll be mad from now until the mm-hmm. end of time. And at the end of the day, you can try to hide your kids from the world, but you can't hide the world from your kids, period. Right. Oh, they'll be shell shocked when they got there. They're going to try everything. They're the ones try that you everything. try to shelter are going to be the ones out here doing meth exactly. and busting it down outside. Mm. Getting caught. Ain't that the truth? Dropping porn everywhere. Anyway. I love these parents. <laughs> Sorry to these parents. Sorry to these parents. <laughs> All right, let's lighten things up. Well, we can't lighten things up because we got to talk about Terry Crews and his little um. Steve Harvey ass. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was giving me very Steve Harvey. Um, oh, my goodness. Very coon. But Holy let's t- <laughs> Terry Crews apologizes 
to uh, Gabrielle Union in the series in a series of tweets um, where people was like calling him out on Instagram or on Twitter or whatever, like discrediting the claims of racism on America's Got Talent. So what had happened was he spoke out about the situation saying that, you know, I've never experienced any um, racial discrimination mm-hmm. and it kind of demeaned what um, Gabby stood out for. Like what she spoke out for is like, like it nullified. Like you lied. Like there's there, what you talking about? There is no racist. There is no racism in here. Like but he this didn't is, say that. That's another thing. But it too. seemed people, like that. Another thing too, we, I won't say selective outrage, but like, Black people now we have like a short fuse. Like we ain't accepting shit now. Like if, if it ain't tight and right, mm-hmm. we just not accepting it. And um, you have to be careful what you say. And I think his best option would have just to be was well, he could, but he couldn't even have done that. Like being quiet because it's like well, Terry, you work there. You're a black man that works there. And she's saying that she was dealing with racist issues. We want to hear from you, but him saying, well, that hasn't been my experience. You know, people are disappointed. Like, were well, you supposed to stick up for her? But, but that's not. I haven't. Ex- but I haven't experienced that. It's like mm-hmm. you and me could be in the same space right. and they treat you some way differently and you experience it differently than I did for whatever reason. You know, I just thought about, I and thought about the whole, um, Tobias on the Andy Cohen show and how Andy like asked him, like, you know, he, about uh, Chris Rock, no, I mean, not about, uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Like how was your, cause you know, he had a homophobic past and then Tobias was like, um, yeah, he was good with me. Right. Like, I didn't have that issue with But I also it. think that it's because, I mean, you're a man, you're a, okay, you're He's a black, black man, man who recently just came out of his own scandal mm-hmm. as far as coming out saying that he was sexually assaulted mm-hmm. and Gabrielle Union was a person, one of the women, black women that came and spoke up for him and- But no one's telling you to cut your hair. Right. Or, or things like that. But for when this situation happened, people mm-hmm. were expecting him to do the same. Like, they just want you like to support her and say that, you know, this sister is hurting because it's experience, it's not right, and just be there to support her as right. opposed to just saying, well, that's not my experience and I can't relate to that, and kind of leaving it, you know, and he said in his apology that he was attempting to be, you know, professionally neutral. Yeah. And I was like, you know, but when you have people who put their neck out there on the line for yeah. you, you, you made know. her look crazy, like oh, nothing really was going on. It's all in her yeah, head. Yeah, she just needed she a black. We we've got to do a better job at showing up for black women. Yeah, as black men. Period. You know what I mean? But they're not going to do that. That's why. I, that's why I made a joke and called him Steve Harvey because Steve Harvey literally did the same shit with Monique. Right. Shout out to Monique for getting her special with. Uh, Shout out to my girl is Monique. It's Showtime or HBO. It's Showtime. Yes. Got her little show. Good for her. You get what I'm saying? I, I have not seen her in. in on stand up in a long I haven't time. Seen her I would have loved her to see when she was in when she went to the jail. Yeah. That's when I saw yeah. I would have loved to see her on Netflix, but you know Netflix want to be a Well, Disney Plus is about to take them out their misery anyway. But they're not. Did they're you not. just see, Did you just see what they dropped for Black History a month? Like they got Purple Rain on Netflix now. They got Purple they Rain. They scary movie too. Yes. Um like I think I, I posted on my page, okay. or I think it was on Twitter. But and like, they got the U. U is like all the rage now about this dude that's killing all the people that he thinks. Uh, oh yeah, I remember. I, I can't I get it. It's U too toxic. The, it's too toxic for no, you. No, because I watch Bates Motel and I'm like, never again. Would watch something like that. It affects with your brain. Because it like, makes oh my, you feel like you relate to it. Not no. First you're, of all, <laughs> you're crazy. Is it like, honey? It, I'm it not killing nobody. Inner, it woke up your inner crazy. But it's like when it comes to mental health with me, like. I just don't understand. Like when I was watching, because I don't know if you ever watched Bates Motel, it has to do with a lot of mental illness within mm-hmm. the family. I'm just like, I don't understand. Y'all really have the power to like fix this shit, but it's just like, what is going on up here? <laughs> like I don't understand that shit. That's why I don't like watching shit like that. 
It's like you're killing psychological thriller. Like he's killing people that that the person on you because I haven't watched it. He's killing people that apparently um, he thinks that is after the girl that he's trying to get with. Mm -hmm. So that's the premise of the show. Of you, you talking about you or Bates Motel? You, yeah. I can't get with that. I can't get with that. Why are you killing people? You on what season you on? You on season one? I'm not watching that shit. Oh, okay. So you don't watch it. So I I've I've watched both seasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I binge watched season one as Mm -hmm. well. Season two I took it a little slow. I would watch like maybe one episode a night because it'd be like that was a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but you need to watch season two has a twist for your ass because you'd be like, oh, you think you crazy? Mm. It was a whole band. I'm like, you think you crazy? I'm gonna show you crazy. Oh, so um, Kenya. No, that was that. Oh, that was her name in the thing. Wait, was that her name? No, and, when she uh, had that little show. I show you ten. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Shades are crazy. Oh wow! No, I was thinking about Beyonce and obsessed. Um, when she was like, "Think you crazy? I'll show you crazy." Yes. Um, but it was a. It's a good show. It's interesting to watch. I'm like, this is some white people shit, but it's good. Only white people show I'm into is Thirteen Reasons Why, and I heard that they're making their last season because y'all bitches was complaining. That's a lot. That's emotion. That show now. That is one show that emotionally took me through. Like it did, but I feel like we need to. Like we need to stop like handcuffing people's like artistic creativity, because I feel that was that was a lot. Um, But I feel like it really speaks on a lot of truths that Mm. need to be outed. Right. You get what I'm saying. The whole thing with he was about to shoot up the whole um, dance. I think that was very bizarre. Even the part where he even got. I haven't seen it. You yet. haven't seen You need to watch I it. I watched the first one and then I started watching the second. I'm just like. The second season. Ooh, ooh. It's too heavy. That, it, now that's a heavy show. But they're trying to cancel it, but I'm like, okay, so but heavy. y'all need to hear the truth. Like, because this is what probably goes on. It does go on. And it may be. I think it it's can, because I can relate to it because I've been in, the, in those spaces yeah. mentally and emotionally before. And maybe if people so see watching, it, it, trig- it's trig- it, it triggers me. So yeah. I'm just like. But maybe if people I see it, crying all goddamn night. But maybe if people see it, it can stop things. It can it can stop people from thinking. Well, maybe not. Let me not believe this person, or maybe not. Let me not say that this person is a hoe or this that. It makes you think twice. Same thing I felt about the Joker movie. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I saw the Joker movie. I went to the movie. Like I, I felt like, that. and people really was like, "Oh my god!" Like this is inciting like terrorism and god people just need stronger brains like i don't know if there's like an app that it can create for people people need to hear like if you fuck with people this is what people do this bitch is crazy (laughs) like i'm not i'm not (laughs) condoning what the joker did now i'm just saying because then that's that's a new thing now oh my god but you're or you're you're conspiring with the joker because that movie makes you feel for him it makes you 
agree with his plight. It just gives you his perspective. His and like perspective. I think that's important for mm-hmm. us to see the world and see life through other people's perspectives mm-hmm. so that you can relate and not be so judgmental. Yes, I'm always you only see the world from your from your eyes exactly. and your worldview. It's when you put that's, and that's where the the art of empathy comes in. Mm-hmm. Being empathetic is being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes yeah. and to relate to them and their experience and say, you know what? Even though this isn't happening to me, I understand, I understand what you're going through. And maybe I can understand a little better about the choices that you made. Right. I may not agree with the choices you made, but I can empathize yeah. with where you were and where you are in making these choices. I remember watching the joke and I was like, baby, I, I mean, I get it. Now, my choice wouldn't have been to kill everybody. That's not the, you know, that's a, that, yeah. you know, but I'm like, I understand his anger. I understand. Yeah. I understand his frustration and, and, and understanding his mental illness. Like, I, I have friends that are bipolar and I have seen them with, when, when that switch switches and you just gotta be like, I'm just like, okay, well, you know, you need to take your meds because you just, <laughs> you went from zero to a hundred like that. And I'm going to need you to go right back. Right. Because you may say that you're going to say the wrong thing. I had a roommate like that. And I was like. And she used to apologize almost like every other day. Like, I'm sorry if I snapped. Like, I'm, I'm, and I, there's only so much I can take, man. Mm-hmm. Get on your medication because you snap on me one more time. Period. And then I'm going to snap on you. And then we're just going to be both be snapping. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I had to empathize. I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. I just, you know, I, I, I grasp that you are suffering and dealing with a mental battle. Mm-hmm. Like these people, there are people in this world walking around and you think everything is okay but there's a war going on in, in, pe- in a lot of people's minds and so having conversations uh, about it whether it's brought on by shows like you or 13 reasons why or movies like the joker or or any of the other uh, media tools that we have mm-hmm. to have these conversations i think it's it's very necessary and so when you take it away it's just a way for people to put it back in the closet like that's yeah. what i think put it back in the closet i think yeah. that this conservative idea in america is that that we're better when we don't talk about the things that plague us or talk about the things that hurt us. It's, people don't have, some people say, I don't have a problem with gay people. I just don't want, I don't want to have to know that they're gay. But I'm just like, I don't, you I, want I don't us to go back in the closet. Yeah, I don't want, I mean, I don't have a problem with people who have mental illness. I just don't want to see them. I don't want to do with them. Or I don't have a problem with homeless people. I just would rather not pass them when I'm going to work. It's like, okay, so But you, it's the reality that we you don't, live in. Right, that means that you need to go to therapy because you're having a problem accepting the reality that you live in. And that is a mental illness in itself. You're struggling with accepting reality and you need to talk to somebody. Not we started dog talk too early. Come on. Period. We got to go. Talking, well, well, I mean, we're talking about well, the, the topic for tonight is fake friends, but I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. When there's a word, there's a word. There's, okay. It's going to come forth. Okay. Period. I, I'm so, oh my God, I missed you so bad. Oh, I missed you too. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with hot topics. Back again. I want to mm-hmm. talk about Miss Americana. Oh. She is Miss Americana Taylor Swift, honey. Yeah, her documentary Miss Tennessee went out on uh, Netflix and I watched it. I really did watch it and I really did enjoy it. She brought up a lot of old she, you know, talked about a lot of old worms. Uh, she opened up a can, like a whole old can of worms with Kanye and, and Kim Kardashian and her getting sexually assaulted, her having weight struggles. I mean, the whole sexually assault thing, I had no idea about it. Weight struggles. She's struggling to gain Well, she would see like, no, she would see like pictures of her stomach out and her not liking it. She would stop like eating. Because she didn't have abs? No, because her stomach would be like bloated. Because she or was people like on her would... period or something? Oh, okay, I get Basically, it. Basically, she was dealing with anorexia. Like oh. small stages, like oh. she would not eat. Oh, I understand. I can yeah. relate to that. But I'm like Taylor Swift, like you're like a size like Double one. Like, girl, cut it. <laughs> Right, but um, her sexual assault, like I didn't even know this radio host like grabbed her, tried to grab her under her dress, her dress yeah. and like when he when she got her got him fired, 
he had sued her for like twenty two million, and like she counter sued for like one dollar. And she one. got it, and she showed that in her um, "Look What You Made Me Do" video. I think mm-hmm. um, she was in that bathtub. and She had that dollar. That's what that was supposed to be for. Oh wow! And then like the ring that she had on was supposed to be about Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian that got stolen in Paris. Yeah. And, it was actually and my thing is, yeah, and I think Taylor Swift gets a negative. She gets she she just always get like negative yeah. reaction because I feel like she's just like, oh my god, you're a white girl. What are you going through? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what well, is this, like what is this Perry Dawn going through? Like what is she really going through? She got privilege. Like come on. Yeah, I mean white people have problems too. It's just mm-hmm. there. It's a different how it's handled is different because of their privilege. Yeah. Um, and the weight of their problems. Mm-hmm. You know, a white girl that's an entertainer saying that she suffered from anorexia. I'm not surprised by that because yeah. that's part of show business, being able to fit a mold. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so it's like okay. Yeah, we know. You, uh, you probably did with bulimia too. You probably eat and throw up or, or take laxatives so you mm-hmm. can fit your costumes and so you can fit this image. Or, you know, you see yourself when they edit you on these magazine covers and you feel pressured to look mm-hmm. like that. So when people see you in in, in person, right. you match what's um, being sent out about you. And I think that's another, a lot of stars deal with that. Michael Jackson used to deal with that all the time. And she said something on there. She said, people think that when you're a celebrity, you're supposed to stay frozen. But like you evolve, evolve. Mm-hmm. and people don't understand that. I mean, I had struggles battling with that with Nicki Minaj because I'm like, oh my god, like why are you not doing what you were doing back in the day, like the crazy wigs and, and the uh, and Roman and all that. But I have to understand, like she's yeah. growing up, like she's 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 not that artist anymore. She's she's better. Yeah, she's evolving and trying different things and, yeah. and doing new things. And uh, um, people want that old. And 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 the reason why I say that, um, people like the the artist that. Because these are the artists that I grew up with from the beginning of the last decade. The Justin Bieber's, the Nicki Minaj's, the Taylor Swift's, kind of Beyonce, all of them. Mm. People are upset or people are like saying, oh, my God, like B- Justin Bieber's yummy is so lackluster. Da, da, da. No, I mean, they're doing the same shit. It's just that y'all not feeling it no more. It's it's y'all. It's the consumer. Y'all want this nostalgia that you're never going to get. So you're going to listen to them or you're going to listen to these new people. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's what Spotify and all these other things for. There's so many other people we can listen mm-hmm. to. Y'all can listen to me. Dia Lupa, like, she bringing back the disco, they said. I saw that, and I was like, first of all, that's like, not disco. I, that's synth, I like pop. Synth, that's synth pop is what she was doing. And really, it's 80s and, pop. And that's fine. It's that's 80s good. pop, yeah. I like Dua Lipa. Yeah, yeah. We just have to find the nostalgia in these new artists, which um, hopefully we'll be able to do. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm such an old... I feel like I'm an old-timer. Like, I'm like, uh, like Beyonce, uh, the Holy Trinity, Rihanna, Beyonce, Nikki... Um, all these old people like Katie Gaga, I can't, I can never leave them. Like I can never stand anything else other than that. Um, you know, conglomerate of like artists. I don't know. Or do you feel like that way? Like, what were artists that you grew up with? Um, I grew up on Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross. Really? Um, oh, that okay. Michael Jackson, Prince, Madonna, Janet Jackson. But you've learned to like the newer artists afterwards. Um, well, I'm an artist. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. I look at a lot of the, and being in the same arena a little bit, it's like I look at them yeah. as contemporaries. And then <clears throat> there are a few that I'm, that I like more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on like what era. Like we all grew up, right? I'm in my 30s. So yeah. I've had so many different eras I've experienced. So yeah. the artists that I named were the more my foundation. Those were the artists that were uh, making good music when I was, you know, a baby and a kid they were on the radio when i was watching them perform at the grammys and mm-hmm. you know falling in love with the magic that they were creating yeah and then as i got older i started reaching back to see what their influences were and then i started falling in love with like 80s and 70s music like yeah. the patty labelles and 
Aretha, Boy George. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to, yeah, I, I would say I go back to sometimes. Um, I don't know. These artists. You know, like 90s music was good. Yeah. Keith, Keith Sweat. Like my mom, and my mom was young. Yeah. So there was Keith Sweat and Lauren Hill and Erykah Badu and Badu, honey. Escape. Um, so I had those. And then as I grew and started writing and, and performing mm-hmm. more and doing my own music, I, my my taste started developing for other things. And I started liking more, you know, ratchet music. Not the ratchet uh, music. I did. I think it's because I spent summers with my dad. And that was the only time I could really listen to rap City music. City Girls. They were the Ghetto Twins. Like oh. they're just a re a re emergence of the Ghetto Twins. There was a group of of sisters that were rappers. They back in they the, went in some type of interview and in the host. Oh my god, trying to compare them to like not compare them, but like you're like the new modern day. Like I think they said sister sister, not Salt and Pepper. Okay, I can see that. I was like, <sighs> I can see that. I mean, the message isn't the same, but a, a group of a, a duo group of, of female rappers. Mm-hmm. I can see that in a very basic way. Yeah. I'd accept that. Because even when they responded, they was like, oh, well, no, I'm a hustler first. I'm like, okay, so it's about money. Basically. But they know that. They're from Miami. They're scammers. And that's why I have issues with these new artists. I mean, I get that you're trying to, like, look, you you were pulled back then. You need money. You don't want to go back down. But, like, I don't know. My generation of singers, they cared about about music, though, more. Hmm. They did. I think so. I definitely know. I know so. You don't think they care about music now? I don't think they care about music. They care about making money numbers. They want to be top charts well, and I mean, make money. Yeah. But that, I mean, but the comp- competition as far as the charting also goes with, goes hand in hand with making money. And I think that some of the artists that people praise now, like Beyonce, um, that, that kind of, she's kind of played a role in increasing mm. the competition. Um, because for about six or seven years of her career, that was the story around her was her besting everyone. It wasn't about, just mm-hmm. the music, even though some of her music was very mediocre. But I'm talking about her. About, she cared about the music. Yeah, that's what she said in you her can, videos. But she would also have I mean, songs. You can she, tell would, with songs. she would also have songs where she would, where she, I won't say she gloated, but she was very aware that she mm. was the top girl in the game, and that was it. Like, yeah. have you heard Diva? Have you heard that I song? Know. Yes, yes. Did you? I mean, so. <laughs> What I'm saying is, I mean this. I mean this industry is braggadocious. If you think about artists, especially all rappers, it. it's very braggadocious. Right, but she ain't a rapper. She was an R&B singer. But and yeah. so it's it's something like it changes the game. Mm-hmm. Or the Carrie Hilson's like the emergence of hip hop, and hip hop is very competitive. And I think mm-hmm. that you know hip hop influencing R&B and then influencing other genres made things more competitive. Like okay, well, it's not just about the music. It's about who can create the best music who's being heard the most and how do we stack this money because now we're all racing jay-z played an instrumental role in that too as mm-hmm. far as who's the best like it's going to take you you know as far as their status in mm-hmm. the business like what is your status became a very big deal did you see the forbes list people started rapping about forbes list yeah you didn't hear rappers talking about who made the forbes list who made shit them. like that they didn't care because half of them going to end up losing that money anyway mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying for tax fraud and evasion not a T-Pain you know, but that's what I'm saying like music became the it became a sport mm-hmm. you know and so once it became a sport yes it's about who's making music that people are listening to how, how many streams are you getting and how much are you getting paid a show but then the quality becomes lackluster when you just only care about like I right. just care about but you numbers. also have to think about these crackhead kids that we're raising these kids that were these lean babies uh-huh. who most of the time they're, they're drug, this is drug music that's right. that's influencing things now um, so the t- the taste and quality of music doesn't matter. Right. Most times you don't even know the, the words of these songs. The beat catches you, and then right. you get mm-hmm. the dumb dumb lyrics. 
Um, and and with the box is number one. But, I think Roddy Rich is uh, Roddy Rich is definitely he's he's a little different though. He's different than these. Uh, you have to you have to play the you have to toe the line. I remember like yeah. a, uh, I tell the story all the time when I first moved into the New York area. Mm-hmm. I was lured here because of my music and negotiations with a particular label's A&R. And <clears throat> I remember one night going to the studio and we were hanging out with Murder Mook. Mm-hmm. And he was laying down some tracks and he was talking about an upcoming battle. And afterwards, we were driving back from Yonkers and uh, my ex-girlfriend at the time put on my demo, put on my EP. Mm-hmm. He was listening and I had a lot of pop tracks, but when I got to the rapper one, you know, he started to cut it up. He's like, oh yeah, this hit. And he was like, he said, I like it. I think you have a great flow and I think you, he said, you wrote this? I was like, yeah, I wrote it. He said, you have a degree, don't you? I was like, yes. He said, you sound like you have a degree. He said, if you plan on going commercial, if you want people to hear this, like if mm-hmm. you want to go on the radio, you have to dumb this down. I was like, what do you mean? He said, because every line, you know, it has like either a double entendre or some metaphor and it. it makes you have to think and, and get the joke. And I was like, but that's the point. Like, I like Slick Rick, and I'm a fan of Nicki. And I'm like, I, I, I want to. I push my pen mm-hmm. in a way that I want people to have to go back and listen to it again to decipher so what they really right, meant. Play it again. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't get that joke. Play it again, and you'll it'll, it'll right. make sense. And he was like, Yeah, this is this is not the generation for that. You got to dumb it down. He said you got to dumb it down. And he said you need to you need to repeat yourself more, and it has to be simple stuff. And I'm telling you, within a year, mm-hmm. I was so I, I wasn't crushed by that. It was like. You literally tell me I have to dumb down my craft in order for people to take me serious. Like that's kind of that's crazy. Like within a year, Migos started topping the charts, and I was like, "This is Hickory Dickory Dock music." And you started seeing that. You started, like that, you started yeah. seeing that influence and in, in other uh, artists from the South and that sound. It changed the soundscape of music. Mm-hmm. You know, it did impact how music sounded. I was like, "Oh shit, he was right." And so, like, even with this this project I'm working on now. That has been a challenge for me to be like, okay, how do I make this palatable for today's listeners and still incorporate, you know, my own intelligence or my own essence into it um, and not thinking about numbers. It's like, okay, well, you play this. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a hit. And I'm like, in my head, I don't want you to say it's going to be a hit. I want you to tell me, does it sound good? Does it sound good? Is it something that you would play if you weren't at the club? Like, it's mm-hmm. good to have to write bangers, but is it something that you'd play while you're getting ready for work? People are not into conscious rap no more. I mean, that kind of ended with J. Cole, this whole J. Cole debate. Yeah. Because back when I was in high school, it's like, oh my God, your your intelligence level is not up there if you're not like a J. Cole fan. And then look at J. Cole now. I mean, like he's he's got his Grammy. Fine. Shout out to him. But like... If look at people like Rhapsody and stuff like that, the people that rap consciously, like it's not. It's There's no, a market for it. There's a market for it, but it's not the market. It's not popular. That, it's not popular. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, conscious conscious rap hasn't been popular since the late '80s, early mm-hmm. '90s. Like with artists like Common and Nas and stuff like that. Like yeah. That started fading out once once jail culture took over mm-hmm. hip hop, and once gang culture took over and now it's about set versus sets and the Tupacs and the Biggies and it, it stopped being about conscious rap because people didn't want to be conscious anymore. People wanted to mm-hmm. live in their own, like live in their fantasies and enjoy the entertainment of right. music. This is an entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the era we're in. That's not about good music. Oh my goodness. We just, we will go on and on and on about Period. music. You know, I love music. I can't, we got to keep it going. We got to talk about Cardi B's chin. Who? Cardi B's chin. We're still talking about this lady in 2020. I thought we left her in 2019. I didn't even know there was anything to talk about. Sis was featured. Sis had her her feature at the Super Bowl. (laughs) I think I posted about the gag. The gag is. Not you declined to perform at the halftime show 
allegedly. Mm-hmm. But then, because you you stand with Cap, so you pay for a suite. You paid it to sit in the suite in the audience while a snippet of your song is performed by a whole nother artist on stage I like with it someone like. who featured on a record. Child, please Honey. spare me. You said this new chin. Yeah, that new chin. That's probably the why she couldn't perform it. And this new nose. Oh, the new nose. Ooh, that's fine. Name. We're not. I'm not. I'm not gonna surgery shame her because I'm sure that once I get my coin, I'm probably gonna buy me some abs. <laughs> you said buy you some. Abs. This gym thing. This shit hurt. But um. But yeah, interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Only thing I've really been paying attention to lately when it comes to um, to that young lady is this clip that was circulating about this new song she got when she talked about she's Jet Li. And I just Jet like, I, Li. Had to, I had to laugh. And then that whole outfit that she had, a little purple outfit or whatever with the Hot Topic boots and... <laughs> <laughs> with the Hot Topic. Like, come on now, that outfit, you know goddamn well you could get, you get something like that at Hot Topic, honey. Honey, why are you serving me Asian, you serving me Asian doll and Chun Li at the same damn time? Cause they're not original, child. They ain't got no real sauce. No, like, fan. girl, you been Storm, right? Been <laughs> <laughs> you been corn? Like, hell no. Speaking of Storm, no, like, I'm sorry, I hate to go back to this, but like, I think it's a great segue talking about Cardi on this show is something that we do, and I, you know, big up to her. Like I always say, I like her music sometimes, but. <clears throat> Nikki looked the fuck good this weekend. I just. (laughs) Nikki Minaj, honey. She came back, honey. She came back from her hiatus. Dropped a song with Megan Trainor on Friday. Oh, oh, did you see that video? I did. (sighs) I turned the whole wig when I walk in the room. Boom. Let me just. (laughs) She looks so good. Because that's on period. She looks so good. No, but Harper, she was like, I had to cut the grass. There were snakes Snakes on the. Mm-hmm. That, that is me. some real ass shit right now because we're going to get into that and dog talk, honey. I had to cut the grass, honey. Mm. I had to cut that grass. There's some snakes so in I the f- camp. I felt that shit. There was some snakes in the damn camp. Wow. Currently. My lord. Right. She, so, like. She looked the fuck good this weekend. I'm sorry I had to say it. Yeah, she looked real good. And especially with that green. The green. And then with the little sweater dress with the little. <laughs> and Kenny, Kenneth. Looking dapper, you know. You know, it'd be crazy. People be coming for coming for her husband, Um, but what they fail to realize is like he don't even do nothing. Like, no, if y'all haven't been paying attention, Zoo is now the head of her security team, and um, he takes his job very seriously. And I'm like, as her husband, like it makes sense. Like Nikki knows what the fuck she's doing. Y'all gonna quit coming for this lady. This woman has built an empire, and she makes she makes moves that make sense. You know what I mean? Mm And it's been very rare that she has made a misstep in this past 10 years. And people can't do anything but come for the people around her. When you Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. When you have to stoop to go for the people around her, mm-hmm. that's, it's crazy. You know the hate is real. The, the, the hate the queen, is real, but you know what? Though. I think the I think the general public is kind of turning their heads with Nikki because I've seen a lot of people, especially with that green outfit. Because the truth is, but also not just how she's looking because she's looking really good, she's looking really happy, but a lot of the things that she was saying is trying to scream from the mountaintops has come to pass and has been proven true. Exactly. So now y'all sitting here looking stupid. Y'all ran this lady. When, when the president of the Grammys, former president, mm-hmm. CEO of the Grammys, came and said, yes, the Grammys is political and we there were changes made. There were times when certain artists were supposed to win Grammys and because of politics, they, they were removed from certain categories or they were someone else was chosen over them because of up business relationships. It was like now when Nikki was saying it, y'all were saying she was just jealous and bitter and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Y'all want to hold Cardi's one her Grammy over Nikki's head as if Nikki wasn't supposed to have at least four Grammys by now. Exactly. Right? And like, let's be clear: if she didn't piss people off, she would have been had a Grammy. That's right. just what it is. First of all, Anna Connell was gonna get a Grammy. Her the the monster should have got a Grammy for a mm-hmm. rap collab. But um, her Pink Print, if Pink Friday should have got like she should have had Grammys. But yeah. she told y'all why she did. She literally told you. She told you why she didn't get him. And people were like, nah, you just better. Like, no, she told you exactly why she never And then she literally him. told you recently in the Queen Radio show. Right. And like, y'all didn't believe her. So when this white lady tell you, now y'all sitting Now y'all like, believe. Oh, okay. Nikki, that, this, I said it. Mm-hmm. I said it earlier. I said it last, was it in December or early January? I said the it. shit happened in the Ari too. I was like, oh yeah, we know. They played she her. was they snubbed, played, honey. They played her this year. But... This is gonna be the year that Nikki gets all the things that she's supposed to supposed to have. Like she's gonna she's getting her flowers. She's gonna get all of those things. This is the apology mm-hmm. year. Y'all owe this lady apology for calling mm-hmm. her a liar and calling her crazy and bitter when she was telling the truth. Period. The whole time. The truth and nothing but the goddamn truth. Okay. They hate, they hate to see it. They hate to see it. And, and they hate to see it. Now, but speaking know, about fake friends, let's get into this. Doll let's talk. get into doll talk. Um, What's on your mind, son? Child, fake friends, child. What's happening? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't really. Here's the thing with me, me calling you a friend. First of all, mm-hmm. you're an associate until further notice. Period. But when I see something in you that's like different than I'll start labeling you as friends. I don't know. There was just some situations that was happening during the past couple of weeks in the, you know, the beginning of this semester. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, oh, whatever. This is my show. He's not going to listen to it. So I'm having issues with my roommate. Oh, okay. Apparently, or well, apparently we are having issues. I, I didn't hear this from the bird's mouth. It must be going around. Mm-hmm. Cause it must be going around. And that's exactly what had happened. And apparently I'm too messy and I don't keep the bath. I don't, I'm, I'm tired of cleaning up after him in the bathroom. Okay. That's what I that was got to me from my actual friend that did tell me. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, what are you talking about? I had to I had I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I had somebody go into the bathroom. I'm like, what is wrong with this bathroom? Mm-hmm. Like I had because I have to because, you know, my, my reputation is now tarnished. Do You get what I'm saying? And I'm like, why are you going around telling other people? Who else did you tell? I already know this shit. 
I done been to college. I done had five roommates, child. I done talk shit about it. Now it's done to me. Okay, maybe it's karma, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's been done to me, but I did that before. You know, you sit there and you talk shit about your roommates and stuff like that. Like, oh, they did this. So I know it's not the bathroom. So what, it, what, what, what really is it? You get what I'm saying? And the fact that I got this from someone who have got this from an RA that's on our floor that is supposed to mm-hmm. deal with this type of shit, when that information gets to you, you're supposed to bring it back to me. Oh, I don't want to get in. I don't want to get into it. It's, it's confrontation. <laughs> Bitch, you're an RA. And we know each other. Mm. And now I found mm. out another person knew it. Another person of mine that would that I consider a friend. I asked, who, who told you? I can't tell. I can't tell. I can't tell. It's, why uh, all these? Why you bring it to me? Shouldn't have brought it to me then. No, I but, brought it to her. I was like, cause yeah. I, cause I told her about it. She was like, oh yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, who told you? Cause now this is the third person. This is the third fucking person. So I'm like, so the whole floor know probably the whole fucking school, not the whole school, but you get what I'm saying. Like, there's more people that know about this shit, and that shit really pisses me off. Cause I'm like, this nigga is fucking lying. You clearly don't like me for whatever reason. I already know. I been like, girl, fuck you. Girl, fuck and let that and let that be. Cause I mean, people always, people always gonna have something to say. Right. From my good friend Riri, she said, "People gonna talk whether you're doing bad or good." Right. Let people talk. You can't control what people, you know, say about you. Mm-hmm. The only thing you can control is how you respond. How you respond. And as far as you know, dealing with fake friends and dealing with fake people or people that you feel are are disingenuous, um, when it comes to how they handle you, I am a firm believer in you have to train people. And how to treat how they should treat you. That whole yeah. thing. Treat people how you want to be treated. No, don't treat me how you want people to treat you because you may allow people to treat you like crap. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna treat me the way that I tell you I want to be treated, or that I show you I want to be treated. Right. Because when you when you treat me a different way, I'm going to correct you the first time. The second time, I'm going to remove you. Mm-hmm. First time is correction. Second time is removal. I don't even do the third three strike rule anymore. Um, I cut off communication. I'm so I am I am growing into the king of the cold shoulder now. Yeah. Where it's like I I'm not, I can't give you any energy if I feel like you you know you're moving funny. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna observe first. That's why I'm really quiet when I meet people for the first time. Yeah, like when I'm around people, I'm really quiet because you feel them and, out and introverted and just mm-hmm. trying to figure like I know that my energy can sometimes be a lot. Yeah, and so I'm like okay, well let me just figure this person out so I can know how to place them, and then I start building my plan on how to include people into my space. And, and then they're like, oh my God, I called you. I'm like, honey, did you call me? Mm. Honey, how many times you've called me, child? They called you about the bathroom? Not the bathroom, or but just, no. Just in general, it was like, oh, I, I fucking called you. Like, do y'all hang out with your roommate? Do you like, are you all trying to build like a friendship? Or no, you all just no, no, share, we're not. We're not. just share a room. He's not the fake, he's not, we're not, when, we, when I'm saying fake friends, this is, we're not friends. We're very, uh, we hang around the same circle. Oh, okay, Nene. <laughs> <laughs> we're not friends. We're associates. Well, no, I mean, co-workers. like he hangs around people that I've hung around. We're familiar. I've been, I've been friends with them before. I've been friends with them before. He I don't been. know you, Phaedra. I don't know you. You don't know me, <laughs> right? I don't know you, you Phaedra. Don't know me. I don't. I don't know you, Phaedra. Honey, I think the loyalty. I think you know. You get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I hold seniority because, but you knew me before you knew this one. And one of the RAs, child, it was, honey girl, you over here trying to convert this man. Convert him to what? Because there was talk that like... he's, it was talk that he's homophobic. Oh, because I've heard from a, and I think that's, and I think that's the reason. I really think that's the reason why he don't want to. Your roommate's homophobic. I want to say so. Oh, there's talk that, 
there's talk that he said some negative things in conversation and the one that's the RA was trying to talk to him or whatever mm-hmm. and she's very pro she's fluid first she's pan hmm. yeah I ain't saying no name because I don't want to get sued for defamation or anything like that but I, I thought I could convert him and oh my god and convert him into not being homophobic honey that, that nigga gonna be who not not nigga because I can't he's a wigger um a niggas can be any color <laughs> niggas okay. come in all shapes races cultures okay yes okay yes right. they do so yeah and I and I'm gathering that this because I'm because I know I'm I know I'm not messy I know I'm not like I know I'm not dirty you get what I'm saying I know I don't I know what I know you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's because of that that's that's what it is that's what it is so you don't like me because now you know because he watched all my snap stories okay and, and my best friend told me he said oh no he's just trying to keep tabs on me make sure he ain't talking shit about you I'm like well go ahead and listen to this podcast honey we're streaming every Monday period because I'm gonna air your shit out send him a link. Right and then I, and w- right. Did you listen to the show? You should have. Right. Welcome home. Um. So Would that's like what that's what it really about? is. You don't fuck with me because you don't like who I am, and you probably want me to leave the room. I'm not leaving that room. That's the only room that you don't share a bathroom with another room. So I'm staying here, bitch. Get your ass out. Mm. And in that order. In that order. In that, in that order. Because that- I'll be as gay as hell. I don't give a. F- flying you know what right be you you get what i'm saying right that's just for college is supposed to be a, a training ground for people for you to, to prepare yourself for the real world and you're going to be in spaces with people that will have different beliefs and different lifestyles as you and so learning how to navigate in that space is important so it could be a teachable moment for both you and him mm-hmm. um as far as you trying to figure out how to live comfortably in an uncomfortable space. Yes. Because I, my mom taught me that. She's like, you know what? You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. She taught me that when I was six years old. Yeah. I was, I was in a, um, I went to a, a magnet school, mm-hmm. uh, a, a gifted school for performing arts in Shreveport. And my first grade teacher apparently had an issue with black males, like handling black male students. Yeah. And, um, you know, started off the school year, it was like me and like maybe three or four other uh, boys in the class and like every other week like mm-hmm. they were transferring into other classrooms and to the point where I think I was like that was like me and my good friend Patrick Haygood uh, Haywood I think that's what his name was Patrick right. Haygood oh my god yeah <laughs> so we were the last two mm-hmm. and then it came down he was moving to another class and by that time my teacher had moved me into um ooh we're doing a good time Y'all gonna get a good show today. Had moved yes. me into moved me into a corner by myself because I was distraction or because I would finish my stuff early and yeah. I would have, you know talking or I color or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so my mom had this. It was a, that was a crazy year, but I remember asking like, why why do why do why do all of them treat me different? Like mm-hmm. teachers and students, like what is it? And I didn't like it. And she was like, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable um, because that's what life is going to be like for, and I, I, and she could have been because I'm black. It could have, that, that message transcends like a lot of different situations I've been in my life was like, let me just be comfortable being uncomfortable right now. Yeah. So I need to learn how to deal with this and to be in my peace. Don't lose, I can't lose my peace um, because of an of uncomfortable situations. Let me mm-hmm. figure out how to manage this to keep my peace. So in dealing with your fake friends, you know, assess these people and their relationships to you. You know, what value they bring to you. Do they increase your peace or, or do are they taking away? 
how do you limit them from taking away from your peace yeah. and understanding that all things are temporary exactly none of this is going to last forever mm-hmm. this is temporary what is, what is your mission what yeah. did you come here for let me focus on my mission and let me start attracting people to me yeah. that are uh, that add into that mission but it's hard to do that because everybody everybody is writing a everybody's making up their resume here well, this is college. This is college. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And you make lifelong connections in college. You do. Yeah, and I felt like I but, made better connections when I was at my other school, but the problem is the school was was trash. That's fine, but keep in touch with those people that that you yeah. made those connections with. And if you, the the and reality, I made connections outside of this school, like with you. Like I yeah. feel like you're really a genuine. I would say friend, yes. Yeah. And I think that. I just don't get that same energy with the people here. Like I got like at least one or two here that I've, that I talked to on a regular basis, you know, the, right. my good friend Keon, you know, he's, right. he's, he filled me in on this whole situation and I'm like, why are they not telling me? Right. And you've got to be comfortable with that. Like, okay, if I made one or two friends out of these 3000 people here, guess what? I did better than a lot of people because some of these people are going to walk away from this experience being here four years mm-hmm. without anybody, without any connection. Person, but see, so. that's see, and that's the Cardi B in me, because I, because I'm like, I'm always thinking like, oh my god, this bitch is really talking about me, like they really having these little sessions or whatever, because, because now I'm getting in my head. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I, I may have seen my roommate hang out with um Ogre, and I'm like, oh, so oh 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 oh, so they all conspiring. It could be all in my head, because that's how I am. Mm-hmm. And, and we do connect like that, because right. you know Cardi is a Libra too. Yeah, you get what y'all I'm saying? Crazy, y'all we crazy y'all, as hell. You're, you're imbalanced. You all. Well, we're you know, supposed to be balanced, but y'all balance other people because you're crazy. You you balance your crazy off other people's crazy, but mm-hmm. you're crazy by yourself. You're nuts. You're I, unbalanced. I get it, and but you it's, try to fill gaps. Mm-hmm. So in your own life, you can't fill you can't fill your own gaps. That's the problem with Libras. We'll talk about that for another day. That'd be a uh, astrology you know, day. My astrologer said that actually my the most compatible person for an Aries is mm-hmm. a Libra, which surprised me because we're a different. We're not crazy, but we are, we have a different type of emotional yeah. set. And I just don't believe it. <laughs> so you are Aries. I don't believe. Yes, absolutely. Yes. All day, every day. All day. Ain't never changing. I am the Aries, period. I think Libras are like cool with, they're like mostly compatible with almost every. Yeah, y'all. Kind of. Yeah, that's because y'all, isn't it Libra air sign? Yeah. Yeah, y'all just go with the wind, child. We go with the wind blow, honey. <laughs> yeah, going with the wind. I just. <laughs> going with the wind, fabulous. But um, but yeah, but you'll be fine. Like you are, yeah. you are focused on what is important at yeah. this particular stage in your life. I just don't like the fake shit because it's like because it like you said, you still you still look at my stories every time you see me in the room. You hi, Ryan. how are you doing? And I haven't pressed them on it yet because I'm trying to figure out a way to do it without it being confrontational. Yeah, there's gonna be a confrontation because I'm like, unless you're, are you trying to choose a passive. Yeah, because I don't want it to be like, oh, I want all the smoke or whatever. Like, bitch, stop talking about me. But I want to be like, hey, you know, you can talk to me if this, if it, because look, these past couple of weeks, maybe I wasn't a hundred percent. You get what I'm saying? Not everyone is a hundred percent all the time. Let's be clear, because there's times, honey, there is times on both sides. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, no one's a hundred percent, but you can talk to me. That's what it. That's what it is. This is his first rodeo. Mm-hmm. far as because he's he's been here before we've talked before um he's been this is the first time him being like living on campus because he's been a commuter okay um i'm five roommates in i ain't got time for this shit right you right. get what i'm saying you could say it's me 
I thought Smoke said well, Smell Lay down smells. the law, child. You could say it's me or whatever because I got all these roommates, but shit, this this look, not this gonna be the sixth one. I don't care. Cause I, I maybe it's just the, the the me being the only child. Like I cannot live with other people. It's okay. So just take this I all things temporary. Like I said, it's a learning experience yeah. for you. Because when you get in the real world, hey, you may be blessed to where you get your, you land your internship or a job where you can live by yourself. Live you by myself. Mm. But if not, guess what you're going to be doing? Let me find one of these rooms. And one I mean, a room places. for rent is not bad either because, I mean, you have your own room. Yeah, but you still going to have to learn how to, you, you still, it forces you to have to deal mm. with different personalities yeah. and, you know, setting your own boundaries. Like I said, protection of your peace should be paramount, you know, at this particular stage because you're a junior. Junior, you're, yes. You're a junior. So you got one more year left. Like this, After this, this semester, I will be a senior. Yeah, so you just you really have to to hone in on what what your intention is and what you're here for. Focus on getting your your education. When it comes to dealing with these people, deal with them light. The people that you mess with heavy, mess with them heavy, and build and grow and nurture those relationships. Yeah. But when you come into come in contact with people who disrupt who disrupt your peace for whatever reason, that is not a person that is supposed to be in your space and you have to set that boundary for yourself now i always say cut it off early when people mm-hmm. show you who they are believe them the first time did my angelo, my angelo yeah. said that okay believe them yeah so i don't have to mess with you you live here great unless there's something about the house then you don't even have to really have to communicate you have an issue with the bathroom talk to me i'm your roommate that the conversation can be really quick you have an issue with with my cleanliness then let's have a conversation because we're sharing this space together maybe we can come up with like a chore chart or a way of holding each other accountable for making sure certain things are clean. Or you can actually tell me like, hey, when you leave this here, I don't like this. I like to place things here. Like, oh, okay, so I'll be more conscious yeah. of that. And it's in, in having the conversation, it could alleviate the tension uh, yeah. between you and your roommate and could create the space for you guys to actually become friends before the end of the semester. But you have to, you're gonna have to take control of yeah. that for your own peace based on what you want and what you need. If you want it to be a peaceful thing, you can lead the conversation say, hey, let's figure out how to make this peaceful for both of us. Yeah. If not, you'd be like, okay, well, I don't want to deal with you at all. You know, but you're not gonna be running your gums about me. Let me let me explain this to you, why it's important for you to, to keep my name out of your mouth. Right. <laughs> however you want to take, you know what I'm saying? Like, wanna, there are options on the table. Yeah. You know, however you want to take this. Mm-hmm. But the there's gonna have to be a conversation, and that yeah, conversation gonna have to be a common ground because this is yeah. I mean confrontation is not always bad. And I think when people say you have to, being confronting an issue that we think about it being violent or loud or you know handling it in a negative a negative way, mm-hmm. but certain issues to resolve issues you have to confront them. Not talking about them or hoping they dissipate or being passive about them uh, can sometimes make the issue worse because it creates uh, more space for other things to go wrong. So you have to confront these things. And it's usually best to confront them more sooner than later. All right. Well, that's Doll Talk. All right. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you for tuning in to Doll Talk. I the Doll Talk for the day, honey. Yes. Very good. We missed out on a couple of things. What did we miss out on? As far as the hot topics, uh, Meg Thee Stallion, she's over here. <sighs> Maybe Living it up with uh, Miss G, Mr. G Easy. I said well, Miss. <laughs> we'll see what comes of that. They dropped uh, a couple Instagram videos of mm-hmm. him rubbing her booty and kissing her neck, and then he All posted it. her on his Instagram with some little blue hearts. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully, that he's means a player. He's a member on the team. Period. And I hope Ooh. that they have a song coming out. That'd be great. Right. But if, if not, then let her have her fun. She's young. She's what twenty four. Her birthday. She's in college, honey. She's living at college. She's not, she's not in college anymore. Right she graduated. She took, took a semester off. Um, remember they. She got to be there. She had because she wasn't coming to class. She had to be. She oh. had to be physically present. But um, 
Yeah, she's making her moves, and she's she was on a Super Bowl uh, ad. I'm very proud of of Meg The Stallion, mm-hmm. and I'm just praying on on on. I just pray that she doesn't do me like like my other girl did me, and just turn me completely off. So, who's your other girl? Who Cardi? So I'm just Ooh. praying for Meg, and I hope that she just stays on the straight and narrow and just makes Ooh, makes Lord. great music, make Lord, her impact. Honey, I can't, you know, get her legendary stat- status, go for all the things. Yep. You know, she's a Southern girl, and I am rooting for Meg. And um, you know, so if G if J G Easy is her move that's gonna make her happy, then oh, I'm all for it. And if she decides to leave that nigga next week and go to somebody else, <laughs> I'm all for that too. All right. And that's it for this show. I hope you've enjoyed this. It's a loaded podcast. We're at an hour and 23 minutes. Yes. Come on here. Come on. Minutes. <laughs> you, okay. know, we, you know, we talk. We can talk we, for hours. We're racking it up. Yes. This is for the people who going to have breaks. This is for people who listen to us while they're taking their baths. This mm-hmm. is for people who listen to car. us while they're in the car mm-hmm. or while they're cooking their meals. Like, we do this for you so you can have a nice conversation with us. We would love for you to uh, join us in on the conversation. Make sure that you guys come in when you subscribe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, especially on YouTube. Give us a five-star rating on um, iTunes. You know, we, we want those ratings up, honey. Absolutely. And we also, for this season, we would love for you guys to suggest some of our doll talk topics so on instagram hit us up in our dms if there's something you want us to talk about let us know you can find me uh, on instagram and twitter at uh, the derek doll you can also find us at tdgs official official the o is a zero is a zero and um like we'd love to hear from you we want you to be part of this conversation yes all right and until next time i'm your host darren green i'm the derek doll and this is the darren green show signing out y'all bye Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.